1: 4-7-4-6. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message.
2: So we're going to go to another level tonight. Bible's up. Let's make our confession of faith together. It's there on the screen. I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do in jesus name amen so god we say have your way get the glory tonight we're open and we're ready what does that mean speak lord whatever you want to say we're open to hear god but however you want to correct us we're open to correction however you want to make us better we're open to being made better however you want to change us we're open to change however you want to comfort us we're open to comfort god we are open and we are ready i need this atmosphere to just get a little bit more atmosphere is everything when you get the right atmosphere anything can happen come on let me stir it let me stir it so god we focus on you we did not come to be worshipped but we came to worship you and so in this moment god stir our faith come on open your mouth say stir my faith god say it again say stir my faith god father stir our faith tonight because your word says without faith it's impossible to please you we want to be pleasing in your sight we want to be pleasing in your sight not perfect but pleasing in your sight not perfect but pleasing in your sight so tonight God we stir our faith and not only do we stir our faith God we prepare ourselves to receive a download a download of wisdom fresh wisdom that's about to propel us to winning wisdom is how we win wisdom is how we win so we're ready for a fresh download of wins of wisdom say lord i'm ready for a fresh download of wisdom wisdom is how i win can the winners release five seconds of praise in this building five and online four three two come on i need the winners to release I need the winners to release. I need you to act like what you prayed for is already done. Some of y'all ain't moving, that's why you ain't going to see nothing. Don't be mad if you don't see nothing, because you never say nothing. I'm about to give everybody an opportunity in this building. On three, I need you to release the sound of a winner. One, two, three, go! Hey! Hey! hey 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 elbow somebody next to you say let me warn you right now say if you're going to sit here and be quiet sit somewhere else say cause I'm in my winning season say matter of fact for the rest of my life that's the season I'm in win So if you ain't going to give God glory with me, please get your behind up and go sit somewhere else. I've been through enough hell. I've been through enough pain. I've been through enough frustration. I've been through enough disappointment. I've been through enough of people not clapping for me. You better clap, 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 clap your hands. Encourage somebody next to you because they need a little backup in the spirit. Just elbow them say, I'm praying for your wins. Say, matter of fact, i put my faith with your faith that by sunday you're gonna have a testimony life and death are in the power of your tongue life and death are in the power of your tongue if you don't say it you're never gonna see it you've spoken enough negativity you've spoken enough doubt i need you to speak some life declare this say by sunday I'll have a testimony in my hands. Come on Facebook, come on YouTube, come on Harvest app, come on Twitter. When you going to have it in your hands? By so- You see what we just did we just took authority over the atmosphere because the bible says ephesians 3:20. he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think watch me ask means to pray think means to imagine your imagination comes out of your atmosphere so if i get your atmosphere right i'll get your imagination right i get your imagination right you're gonna give god something to exceed Declare your Thursday, Friday, Saturday with one word, win. When I count to three, holler win. One, two, three. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I need you to be sitting in your praise report by Sunday. You can cry enough. Get up. You've worried about it enough, get up. You've been frustrated long enough, get up. You've been angry about it long enough, get up. We gotta move on. So you just not gonna sit down? I'm gonna give you 15 seconds to praise him and then we gotta go. You ready? You got 15 seconds, you better give him what you got. One, two, ready, go, go. You got five seconds. All right, grab a seat. Let's go to work. Grab a seat. Let's go to work. (laughs) But when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, we got to move. Let's go. Let's go. We started this series on something they call Proverbs. Say Proverbs. Proverbs means wise sayings. It is possible for you to be old and not wise. It is possible for you to be aged and not wise. You want to be both of them. Watch me. Proverbs means wise sayings. Proverbs 9.10 says this. The fear of the Lord or the reverence of the Lord or the honor of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. Which means wisdom doesn't begin on Google. Doesn't begin on YouTube. Doesn't begin on Instagram. Watch me. It doesn't begin at college. It doesn't begin uh, uh, sitting at, at a desk. Wisdom. Watch me. The beginning of it is the honor of the Lord. Pay attention. There's a lot of people who think they're wise, but they do not honor the Lord. And the Bible makes it clear. All you are, baby, is smart, but you're not wise. See, smart is information. Wisdom is revelation. Smart is what to do. Wise is why do I need to do it? Because sometimes I can change my what if I understand the complexity and profundity of my why. I need you to speak this over your life. Say, I'm wise. I'm wise. We learn as we began this new series, as we concluded the last series we were in Making Money Moves, that Jesus was wise. Now, remember, he is the the theanthropos. He's 100% God. 100% man. Anthropos meaning man. Theos meaning God. He's the God man. So much God you can't believe he's man. So much man you cannot believe he's God. And throughout the scriptures you see this tapestry of individuality that he has. You see his divinity rise up when he says Lazarus come forth. But you see his humanity rise up when he says Jesus wept. All right, let's go. You see his humanity rise up when he gets frustrated uh, and he flips over tables. You see his divinity rise up when he takes, watch me, he takes mud and he heals blinded eyes. Pay attention. You and I, the Bible says, as he is, so are we. You and I are the same way. While we are 100% human, pay attention, the God that we read about in the Bible lives on the inside of us, which means not only am I 100% human, but I am 100% divine. I need you to elbow somebody next to you and say there's a whole you you need to learn yep You're not just some regular human when you're a believer in Jesus. The Bible says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Which means the same God that created cosmos out of chaos, that spoke into nothing and created everything. The same God that parted the Red Sea. The same God that healed blinded eyes. The same God that took nothing and turned it into something. The same God that took two fish and five loaves of bread and fed thousands of people. That same God lives in you. Which means the next time you find something that seems beyond you guess what come out of your humanity and tap into your div I need you to open up your mouth and say this say I'm wise I'm-. Mark 6 2 says this when the Sabbath came he began to teach in the synagogue and many who heard him were utterly amazed they said where did this man get all of these things now remember he's 100% man 100% God alright Jesus spent 30 years of his life preparing for three. Your preparation will always be longer than your performance. Which is why for all of you who are waiting to live until you get somewhere, I'm telling you, you're wasting time. Because you're going to spend most of your time getting ready to go where you're going. I'll talk over here because they ain't saying nothing. You're going to spend most of your time getting ready to go where you're going than you actually spend. Now, let me prove it to you. You do this in everyday life. Watch me. Uh, Harvest Worship will rehearse for two hours to sing for 20 minutes. You missed it. You missed it. You do more preparation so that when you perform, you're on your A-game. I need some of y'all to be grateful that God didn't let it happen for you yet. Why? Because you weren't on your A-game yet. You weren't your best yet. You weren't fully prepared for how you're about to perform. I know you wanted marriage, but baby, you weren't ready. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. I know you wanted a business, but baby, you weren't ready. I know you wanted to step out, but you weren't ready. I need you to open your mouth and say, thank God for preparation. He spends 30 years of his life getting ready for three and a half at age 30. He steps into uh, a full-time ministry. He, he literally goes to John the Baptist, not to be baptized for forgiveness of sin, but John the Baptist, a better word is baptizer, because it was a Hebrew custom called mikvah. It was used to ordain Jesus into the ministry. Pay attention. Jesus, watch me, because he was wise, he knew he needed to be submitted. He didn't just go out there doing his own thing. He needed to make sure he was submitted to God's thing. Mm. I'm so glad that you're not like some of them crazy folks you used to run with. That said, I don't need all that. I don't need God. I don't need church. I don't need all that. Because, can I tell you, whatever it is they're doing, it ain't gonna last. I'm so excited you're not a shooting star. They go foul, watch me, they go high fast, but they fall even faster. When you get up there, I'm excited you're gonna stay up there. I need you to elbow somebody and say, When you get up there, you're gonna stay there. I- the longer God takes to prepare you, the longer he intends for you to reign. He took 13 years from when Joseph had a dream to before Joseph ever took the seat of the prime minister. It took 14 years from when David was approximately 16 years old before david ever watch me first takes part of the kingdom pay attention when david becomes king he doesn't even get the entirety of the kingdom he only gets part of it because god says david watch me you're only ready for part of it what if i told you god loves you so much that there's certain things he only gave you part of because he didn't want you to waste it See, I know you get excited about the blessing, but I need some of y'all to get excited. Watch me about the delay. Oh, my God. I know you get excited about the good stuff happening, but I need somebody that's grateful that God said, wait a minute. Not yet. You better elbow somebody and say, I'm excited about the delay. The longer he takes to prepare me, the longer he intends for me to reign. The longer he intends for me to be at the top of whatever he puts me in. You ready? Moses, Moses, you're going to bring the children of Israel out. You're about to deliver 2 million plus people from 430 years of bondage. You're about to be a bad somebody. But Moses, they're going to be hard-headed because they've been slaves their entire life, and they're about to get a taste of freedom they never had. And freedom requires more restraint than slavery. Because when you are a slave, everything is dictated to you. When you have freedom, you now have to come up with a reason. You now have to have a purpose for why you do what you do. Because when you are a slave, you're doing everything you do to be a Pharaoh's thing. But now when you're free, you got to figure out what it is that you were sent to the earth to build. This is why for some people, Christianity can present challenges because we are free. Wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. But watch me. You used to have your drink tell you what to do. Let's talk. You used to have depression tell you what to do. You used to have anxiety tell you what to do. You used to have crazy family members tell you what to do. You used to have bad relationships tell you what to do. You, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me right now. And then when you come to the Lord, now you've got freedom. And that freedom now requires me to figure out what I'm sent to do because I do not have a slave master and a taskmaster telling me what to do. Moses, you're about to deliver them for 430 years of bondage. They have known slavery their entire life. And watch me, uh, when a new Pharaoh arose, the Bible says that he, let us deal with them shrewdly. Let us make it hard for them. See, for some of y'all, you're trying to figure out, God, why is it that it seems like there are certain things that are harder for me than they are for other people? I wish I had a witness. <laughs> If you're online, do the hand wave emoji. If you're in the building, just wave at me. You, you ever looked at certain areas of your life? You're like, God, like, like, why is this harder for me? And can I can I be honest with you? There's are certain areas where you just dominate. You are the man, you are the woman, and there's other areas you're like, oh my God, dog. Ain't never ain't nobody ever had a dog moment like. Like, like like, Jesus what is this pay attention whenever the Lord allows for you to be dealt with harshly in an area that's because when he claps back at that area he wants to get the glory out of that area they're about to wish they never treated you like that they're about to wish they never put their mouth on what it was they're about to wish that they treasured what it was that you brought God says, I'm going to make Pharaoh deal more harshly with you and more severely with you. Why? Because I'm about to get the glory over Pharaoh. I'm about to let Pharaoh know that I am the Lord and beside me there is no other. In other words, wherever it's been harsh, God says, I'm about to hook you up. God, I wish I had some faith in this building. I'll talk to my digital family. Wherever it's been harsh, God says, I'm about to hook you up. Guess what? Because when Pharaoh lets you go, they let them go with silver and gold and clothing, which means, Pharaoh, you were harsh to me, but you're about to help me. What if I told you what hurt you deepest is actually about to help you most? He takes 40 years to prepare Moses. He takes 40 years to prepare Moses. Moses spends the first third of his life thinking he's somebody. Spends the next third of his life realizing he was nobody. And spent the last third of his life trying to help everybody. He lives to be 120, 40 years. Then he goes into uh, exile, 40 years. And then he spends 40 years wandering. Pay attention, God spent 40 years to get him ready because he was about to lead millions. All right, y'all, in this building, y'all. The reason it's taking you longer is because you ain't building no little dollhouse. It's taking you longer because you're about to build something that's going to change your city, that's going to change your bloodline. That's gonna change your region. That's gonna watch me. What if I told you you don't be the one that's gonna get your whole bloodline together? That's why they don't like you now. Because they see what's on you. I I just need for those of us there's there's been some areas God's been taking longer to prepare you. I just need for us to release eight seconds of praise. Why? To let the Lord know that while we were frustrated, we just got revelation, we just got wisdom that you were taking so long because it's gonna be that big. Go eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Somebody shout, yes, Lord. So watch me. In the scripture, they said, where did this man get all these things? That's what people about to say about you. Where'd you get all of that? Where'd you learn all of that? Baby, I spent 15 years in the Valley of Denver. Excuse me. Let me tell my own story. Let's go. Well, ask me. Where did this man get all these things? Can I get you to say your first and last name? Where did you get all these things? See, God allowed you to prepare in private so that when, watch me, so that when you're seen in public, it it, it looks as if you've always been that way. I feel like preaching tonight. They're not going to know your tears. You're going to have to tell them. They're not going to know your struggle. You're going to have to tell them. They're not going to know that you were suicidal at one point. You're going to have to tell them. Because for 30 years, he let you prepare in private so that when he puts you on, Watch me, you were ready to run. Where did this man get all these things? He spent 30 years preparing for three. And at 12, we see him. I gave you this in my preview last night. At 12, he's the boy wonder. At 12, he is in the synagogue and he's teaching the other leaders. Watch me, he's a child, but he's teaching the leaders. Pay attention. For many of you, your whole life has been lopsided. Mm. You have always had to be the one sitting in the seat where it should have been somebody else sitting in that seat for you. Y'all not going to say, you've been helping other people but they marriage while yours was tore up. I'm going to hit y'all, I'm gonna y'all in the face because some of y'all are. You, 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 you were helping other people get their finances together while yours were issue. You were, you were a catalyst for other people to get breakthrough and you couldn't get your own breakthrough. For some of you, watch me, watch me. At 12, he's the boy wonder. Everybody's looking at him. Everybody's paying attention. And then for 18 years, whew, nothing. For 18 years the Bible doesn't record anything, not because nothing happened, but because the preparation that was going on was happening in Him. See for some of y'all, watch me, watch me, it, you, you felt like, man, I just feel like I'm not doing nothing. Oh no, 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 no. All the change is just happening inside. And if you're too focused on what's going on around you, you'll miss what's happening in you. See, here's what, what's been happening in you. See, watch me, you're stronger, you're wiser. Let's be honest, you're more spiritual now than you used to be. Let's be honest, you pray more now than you ever have, but you ain't never spent no hour on no prayer on no Monday night. You used to watch Martin on Monday nights. You ain't used to watching prayer. Watch me, you're more patient. There's stuff you would have snapped crack on the And now you're just like, well, praise the Lord. <laughs> L-O-R-D-T Praise the Lord Watch me They said They asked What is this wisdom That has been given to him See here's what they're going to think They're going to think It was given to you They didn't realize You had to go get it (laughs) They're going to think Somebody just handed it to you No baby I fought for this That self esteem you have They're going to be like "Ooh, you just got Baby They didn't see the moments You felt like crap Can we talk They didn't see the moments you felt like nothing and nobody and worthless and like it didn't even matter that you were living. But the Bible says God saw you polluted in your own blood and he snatched you up and he said, live. So they said, what is this wisdom that this man has been given? What great miracles are being done by his hands? Look at Luke 2.52. So And Jesus kept increasing. So here's what we see. We see what was going on those 18 years where the Bible doesn't record anything, not because nothing was happening, but because it was happening in him. And think about it. The scripture, it's written as scribes. They're recording what's going on. They're paying attention, and they're recording what's going on. They are unable to record what's happening internally. So, so think about it. And they say, and Jesus went over here. Well, somebody had to see him go over there, and they wrote it. And Jesus went over here. Somebody saw him go over there and they wrote it. Today we don't have scribes, we have social. So we know what you ate because you told us. We know what you wore because you showed us. We, 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 we know what you felt because you told us. Watch me. But in that day, their, their, their modality of social media was scribes. You got it? And so watch me. Um, so for those 18 years, it's not that nothing was happening. It was just happening in him. Hear me. The majority of his preparation wasn't seen by the public. No, you're not listening. You're not listening. The majority of his preparation, nobody was there to record it. Your greatest pro- progress no one will see. Why? Because it's happening in you. They're only going to see the fruit of what's been happening. Oh my God. And the Bible says, and Jesus kept increasing, watch me, which means you never stop growing. Say, I never stop growing problem with some Christians is that they want to stop growing at a certain point at at some point certain Christians believe like they are the OGs of Christianity OG all right like 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 the original gangsters okay they're like listen I've been saved for 20 years I've been in the way I know you've been in the way all that time literally that phraseology let me just teach you for a moment in the scripture it says how long have you been in the way meaning the way of the Lord and so some people say I've been in the way for you know 15 years for 25 years and God is like that's exactly what you've been in my way the whole time somebody next to you say get out the way way. way. if you get out the way he'll make a way he can't make a way while you in the way That's a word for somebody. He kept increasing. So you never stop growing. And increase requires investment. Increase requires investment. I'll say it again. Increase requires investment. So pay attention. Say he kept increasing. Come on, talk like an army. He kept increasing. In what? In wisdom. Now, wisdom is this Greek word, sophia which means clarity and skill, because when I get wisdom, I get clarity. You ever got a lot of information and gotten confused? Like, you ever, you ever had, a, listen, I told y'all I'm looking at a particular set of devices. Be quiet. Shh. I'm not even going to say the name of these devices. But, but, I'm, but, but I'm considering a change, and I'm still going to tell jokes because it's still true. So I'm considering a change looking at um, these robotic devices. The uh, Bible tells us to be fruitful, not robotic. Enjoy it. It's a robot. Like, and, so, and so here's the deal. I am so used, pay attention, I am so used to Apple stuff. I have Apple everything. Apple Everything Apple has, I, virtually I have it. They got Apple House shoes. I got Apple House shoes. <laughs> like house shoes, come to me. <laughs> like, you know, I, I got Apple House shoes. Look, I, I got look. My shampoo is Apple. It automatically dispenses. Got to keep my hair <laughs> together, All right? So look. I, so you said. So I was looking at the Android stuff the other day, and I'm. There's some people in the way. (laughs) I'm just messing. I'm just messing. Never love. Never love. So I was looking at Android stuff the other day. Follow me. I am so used to Apple. When I was looking at this Android stuff, I said, I called Bishop Bright, the vice chair of our Board of Directors. I said, Can you just tell me what I need to look at? I said, Because this is just, this is just, it's too much. It's too much. There's too many options. I need five options on this screen, and it's 45. It's too many options. It was so much information. And then the guy was saying, oh, no, you can do this, you can do that, you can do this, you can do that. And then I just said, just hold on, one thing at a time. Watch me, watch me. Because he was giving me information, which is knowledge, but it was creating confusion. Wisdom brings clarity. Y'all going to hear me today. Which is why it's not enough to just have knowledge. You must have wisdom so that you have clarity. Because sometimes more information is not going to do anything but cause constipation. See, I'm increasing in wisdom. Pay attention, y'all. It didn't say knowledge. It said wisdom. Because wisdom is encompassing up knowledge. But a lot of people want to be smart but don't want to be wise. I'm so glad you sit sitting next to somebody that's wise. Come on, elbow them, please. Speak into their life. Say, you're wise. You And if somebody next to you want elbow, elbow over them and, and mess their makeup up. In clarity and in skill. Pay attention, which means he, he, he got skills. But for, for these 30 years of his life, he's preparing. He is a tecton. A tecton, many people say carpenter. That's not the right word. The right word is builder. Say he's a builder. All right, watch me. As a builder, G- Jesus was not just a carpenter, he was a builder, which means it's tantamount to like being a general contractor, which meant Jesus knew how to get everything done. This is why the first thing he did when he started his ministry, watch me, was build a team. Why? Because he said, I can't do all of this. I'm going to need some people to do some stuff that can make it happen for me. And here's what I love about it is even though he didn't have a great team, he still got great results. For some of y'all, you're going to have to learn how to take the hand you got and you're going to have to work it. Oh, my God. I need you to open your mouth and say, Lord, show me how to work what I got. Uh Uh-uh, because some of y'all, you mad that you only got a slingshot, not a sword. David, you better work your slingshot. You better work what you got, and God will take what you work and make it work for your good. He increased in skill. Watch me, Chris. This means you have to increase in skill. It is not enough for you to just sit up and say, I'm spiritual and not get skills. All right? So wisdom means clarity and skill. Then look at this. He increased in wisdom. Say wisdom. Then say stature. Stature means age and maturity. See, you can age but not mature. And there's nothing worse than seeing an old fool. Like some stuff, we understand you did it because you were in your 20s, your 30s, but, but baby, you in your 60s. I'm going to need you to not be doing... Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me? You in your 50s, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Stella, you better get the groove and get it all the way back. We ain't, we, we ain't doing you, tr- you sitting around here playing high school games, breathing on the phone all night. Y'all ain't going to say... If you don't know where you going, partner, I got to go. I got stuff to do. I ain't got time to be running behind somebody that don't know where they're going. You cannot cover me if you cannot cover yourself. A queen needs a king sheet to cover. I- Some of you single men, you got to say, I ain't got time for this. Listen, I'm a king, and if you ain't going to help me build what it is we building, baby, you got to go. If you wanted a regular man, you should have got you a square. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me, but you came after a king, and kings build things. Say age and maturity. See, maturity deals with how I handle things. So so maturity is not connected to your chronological disposition. It's connected to your psychological intuition. Your psychological intuition is nothing other than a phraseology that simply suggests that you are led by the spirit and not led by the flesh. Which means when I am mature, I decided not to say nothing to you because you weren't worth it. Y'all ain't gonna say. When I mature, no, I saw you, but I chose not to get an attitude with you, cause you ain't pulling me into that. I need to check this building and check online for those of you that say I'm maturing, cause there's stuff 12 months ago I would have snapped about that today. I ain't even worried. I ain't even. Where's your praise Wednesday? I, I'm not even worried. I'm not even worried. I saw your little funky comment. I just deleted it. I'm not playing with that. Because I'm maturing. Come on, open your mouth. Say, I'm maturing. So he increased in wisdom and stature. He kept increasing. He never stopped. Watch me. And then this brought him what? Favor. Shall favor. With God and men. Pay attention. A lot of people say, as long as I'm good with God, that's all. Mm -mm, You need somebody down here to favor you. God don't write checks, but he makes people write them. Y'all don't go say nothing to me. God don't make bank transfers, but he make people send them. The Bible says that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. Which means when you get wisdom, God says, I can trust you now. And I'm going to make them favor you. Even the people that can't stand you, I'm going to make them favor you. What's favor? It's preferential treatment. It means you treat me better than everybody else. Not because I'm better, but because God gives me favor. For those of you that know you got favor because you're getting wiser, just shout, favor! Favor! See, favor is better than money because favor will get you a doctor. Excuse me, money will get you a doctor, favor will get you help. Money will get you a lawyer, favor will get you justice. So some people like to talk about their money. Watch me, but where's your favor at? Because while you, watch me, while you while you bragging that you can pay for it, I didn't. Tell me what you want. <laughs> Tell me what you need. Help somebody say favor. <laughs> let's go, let's go. So Sunday's message was this. And if you don't know, now you know. Because Proverbs 4, 7 says this. It says, the beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Though it costs you all you have, you better get it. Get, get, get it. You spend a lot of money getting things. You spend a lot of money getting your hair done, a lot of money getting your hair cut, a lot of money getting getting your car washed, a lot of money getting food from the restaurant, a lot of money getting your nails done, a lot of money getting your feet done. And you need to do that, ladies and gentlemen, too, if you need to. Don't let the devil lie. I want you to see the seriousness on my face. You spend a lot of money, watch me, spend a lot of money getting your house decorated. You spend a lot of money getting your car wash. You spend a lot of money, watch me, getting back at people you think are watching. Let me post this, let me post this. Back then, that want me, now I'm hot, they all up on me. But the Bible says, here's what you need to get. Get you some wisdom and even if it costs you a lot you better pay the cost see that's why when you're in church on a wednesday god looks at you watch me and can i be honest he looks at you differently than he looks at those that leave it to sunday because he's like they're coming to get wisdom whether they're in the building or online, they're coming to get wisdom. Those that go back and listen to the podcast, go back and watch the experiences. God says, I can trust you with more because you went to get wisdom. And I taught you this on Sunday. The first thing you got to do to get wisdom is you got to look for it. You don't know what to get unless you know where to look for it. Got it? You got to look for it. If you want a new automobile, you want to get you a car. Well, you, you, you listen, then what in the world are you doing at the airport? You're not looking in the right place for what it is you need. Oh, God, while I'm on that, for some of you single people, let's make sure you're looking in the right place for what it is that you want. There's plenty of fish in the sea, but they catfish. And they're slimy. Listen. That's me. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Say, I got to look for it. Talk to me, y'all. Say, I got to look for it. James one fifteen, and if anyone of you lacks wisdom, let, he, let him ask God. Here's the problem. Most people don't think they lack wisdom. You ever met people that, like, know everything about everything that there is to know about anything so they can't be taught anything by anybody? Watch me, if you're that person, I'm going to need you to drop that because, watch me, you're going to live your life failure to failure instead of win to win. Mm, and I need you to prophesy about your future, say, I'm going win to win. What if I told you that your life was nothing more than a report card of where you lack wisdom? It's a report card. Put that up on the screen for me. It's a report card of where you lack wisdom. This this is what your life is. Your life, it's a report card. And I don't know about you, but I always like getting good grades. And if I I thought it wasn't going to be good, I went in there to negotiate with that teacher. You don't get what you pay for, you get what you negotiate. I was gonna tell y'all something, but there's a lot of judgment in the room, so. No, I can't even say it. So, no. No, no. Okay, if I tell y'all this, y'all can't tell nobody. So, so, um, my senior year of high school, uh, I had a music theory class because I got into ministry through music. Um, I hate music theory. I hate it. I think it's disgusting. Um, you know, in, in church, you play by ear and you play by numbers, right? So, like, okay, let's go, let's go. Okay, just go E flat, E flat. All right, so one. All right, go four, five, six, all right, two, five, one. He didn't, do a, he didn't have to do all that extra. <laughs> so that's how you play, right? So, so that's, how, that's how you play. So, so this, is how, this is how I did music. This is how I played. And in music theory, they say, well, chart out what you played. <laughs> so one day, I charted it out, and, and then, you know, I had to get in front of the class. And I played it. So I set the music up there, and I just had it up there as a formality because I was like, I'm not reading that. And so I, I played it. He was like, Why? Wow, and the whole class, you know, you know, the whole class was going. Because I played church music. Listen, we had church. I started to say, lift your hands. Like, Come on. So, so, so the whole class was doing that. And he said, that's great. That's just not what's on your paper. I said, oh, really? <laughs> I said, oh, okay. And so, listen, I was just like, okay, God, like, look. This music theory thing, Lord, I do not need this for what I'm called to do. And here's the way I'm going to tell the story because there's a lot of judgment in this room. I can feel it. There were some days where I wasn't able to make it. It was the first period of the day and I was doing the work of the Lord. So all I'm going to say, there were some days I didn't make it. I, it's too much judgment. See, some of y'all, y'all, you're too judgmental. And so one day, I saw the, the teacher walking down the hall. I said, hey. He said, hey. I said, we need to talk. He said, I know. I ain't seen you. I said, I know i just doing the work of the Lord. And God is just doing a mighty work. And uh, let's go on and wrap this story up. So I got back on gear. Everything was good. Everything was fine. All right, praise the Lord. Okay, That's, that's how I'm going to end that story. Because it's a lot of judgment right in here. Right over, over here. All right, watch me. You ready? All right, look at this, look at this. Say, say, if I lack wisdom, lack wisdom I, must ask God. I must ask God. All right, now, the thing is, you don't know where you don't lack wisdom, but your life was a report card that shows you where you lack wisdom. So anywhere I see repeated failure, this is an area where I lack. Anywhere I see repeated heartache, this is an area where I lack. Anywhere I am keep crying about it, this is an area I lack. And the Bible says he will give generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him. So I taught you this on Sunday. You get wisdom in three primary ways. Number one, your labor. Somebody say my labor. labor. All right. And we looked at the scripture in Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes says this, if the ax is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength. But wisdom brings success. He says you're going to keep using the wrong tool to solve the problem so you'll think the problem can't be solved. Let me back it up. If you're using the wrong tool, okay, let me give you an example. I'm trying to preach right now, right? I'm preaching the word right now, right? So why in the world would I try to use this bottle of water in order to preach? And listen, this is what some of y'all are doing right now in your finances. You are using the wrong tool. The right tool is sowing. You keep praying. You're using the wrong tool with your family. You're praying for unity, and the Bible says sometimes there needs to be disruption so that there can... I'm using the wrong tool. Watch me. So I say, ain't nobody saying that when I preach. That's because you're using the wrong tool. And for some of y'all, you're not getting any results, and you're frustrated, but it's not because the problem can't be solved. It's because you're using a dull ax. I need you to open up your mouth and say, wisdom makes me sharp, so I'm efficient. Like you'll say, it just can't be done. And God is like, not with that. Yes, not with that. It's just not going to happen. I right, play the drums with your hands. I right, hit the snare and the toms. Hit it with your hands. Hit it with your hands. Hit it with your hands. With your hands. Y- 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 look, look at him. And here's what you're going to say. I just can't get the sound I want. I just can't get the results I want. I can't get the beat I want because this wasn't meant for your hands. So when I get the right tools in my hands, all of a sudden now I get a new sound. All of a sudden I get a different result. And for some of y'all this month, you're about to get the right tools in your hand because you're about to get the right results in your life. Open up your mouth, please, and say wisdom brings success second thing i taught you that that you get wisdom from is your losses your losses you get wisdom from your losses say my losses a lot of us when we lose something we don't ever want to look at it again and i need you to stop being so sensitive i need say i don't want to drive by that house you need to see that house so that you remember the pain of bad financial decisions I don't want to see, I don't even want to drive. That's where we used to go eat ice cream. I don't want to go over there no more. That's where we used to, we used to go do that. I don't want to go see what them people did to me. I don't want to say. Some of you, you literally need to go in front of what feels like torment. Why? Because look at this. Ecclesiastes 1.18. For with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more the knowledge, the more grief. Which means from my losses, because grief is the, our human response to loss. So when the Bible says grief, that means that there had to be loss. So watch what the Bible says. from, much, from With much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief, the more loss. Which means I got to look at my loss in order to extract wisdom. Like why did that go wrong? Why didn't that happen the way I wanted it to happen? Because insanity is to do it the same way again, expect a different result. Let me tell some of you married couples why you keep having the same trouble because y'all keep approaching it with the same dull acts and you don't look at the loss. You just keep, all right, we're we, gonna we we have a reset. Y'all don't have four million resets. And the problem is, watch me, neither one of you is wiser. With certain friendships, you're like, we're going to be friends again. You know, we're going to give it a new try. We're going to be friends again. We're going to try it again. Fresh start. New spiritual year, 5782. Hallelujah. All of that. And God is like, this is going to be the same situation over again. Why? Because you did not examine your losses to get wisdom from your losses. Open your mouth. Say, Lord, show me wisdom from my losses. Third way I told you to get wisdom is your leader. That's what we're doing in this series. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15 says this, and I will give you pastors according to mine heart. Say my leader. My leader. Come on, say my leader. My leader. All right, and I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you. That's what this whole series is about. Say that's what the whole series is about. That will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Pay attention. Knowledge and understanding. Understanding means wisdom. So why do we come to church? Because I need information and I need revelation. Watch me. Th- th- this is not a performance for you. Like this, is, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is not a show for you. I- I'm not a circus for you. I ain't jumping through no hoops. You have had all that your whole life and still ain't got the results you want. You follow me? I said, you follow me? So so watch me. So some things I don't have to go through, watch me, because I can be taught through. I'll wait for the people in the back to get it. See, some of y'all, watch me. Can I be honest? You got this thing about you where you have to go through everything. And God is like, that's not the way to do it. Like I gave you a whole book called the Bible so you can learn from other people's mistakes so you ain't got to make the same mistake. You got it? So, so there's certain things I can be taught through I don't have to go through. I can sit at the feet of wisdom and now it's going to cause me to win. Watch me. Because, and I didn't have to go through hell to get there. I need you to make this declaration over your life. Say, I'm getting wisdom from my labor, from my losses, and from my leader. So let's go. Wisdom has value. I want to teach, and as really I've already been there, but y'all know I like to get my message titles kind of through the middle and towards the end. Like at the end, I'll say, and that's today's message. So, So say the value of wisdom. All right, so look at this, Proverbs 8 and 35. Because I learned that I got to get wisdom. I got to go get it. And I'm going to get it from my labor. I'm going to get it from my losses. I'm going to get it from my leader. Say, so I go get it. It's not just going to be dropped on you. This is why some of you know people who have been in church for years and they're still unwise. Why? Because all they do, watch me, is they go, but they do not get. I'm so glad you're a getter. Uh uh-uh. uh. Check your section and make sure you're surrounded by some getters. I'm not doing this for form and fashion. I'm coming to get everything that God has for me. You better check your role. Look at them and say, are you a getter? You better check who you're chatting with say, are you a getter? Because, baby, I'm a getter. Everything God has ordained for my life, watch me go get it. I did not come to take sides, I came to take over. You were not born just to pay bills and die, but you were born to rule, reign, conquer, and subdue. Shall yes. So look at this, Proverbs 8.35, whoever finds me, me there is referring to wisdom, finds life. In other words, you're not even living until you find wisdom. Because you'll just be existing until you get wisdom. You'll just be sucking air until you get wisdom. When you get wisdom, you're going to find life. Say life. Life. And you're going to obtain favor. Now, pay attention to this. Obtain favor. Which means favor is something, watch me, that God says there's a price. Salvation is free. Favor has a fee. And the fee for, one of the fees for favor is getting wisdom. And See, when you get wisdom, for example, like faithfulness brings favor, but wisdom will teach you that, right? Being a faithful giver brings favor, but wisdom will teach you that. Y'all with me? Yeah. All right, pay attention. Watch me. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor and grace, watch me, from the Lord, which means God says you're going to qualify for it. Yeah. Not because you're perfect, but because you're wiser not because you do everything right, but because you're wiser. See, here's why I'm excited about you, is that the wisdom you're gonna get this month is gonna catapult your November and December. See, 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 by the time you're stepping out of this natural year, you will have qualified for so much favor that it's gonna take you into another tax bracket. Who am I? Somebody said, I get favor and grace. Now, favor and grace are often used interchangeably. So what's interesting is to use favor and to use grace uh, and to separate the two, to, to, to cre- create distance between the two is interesting. Say it's interesting. Here's why. Because favor means God says I'm going to give you preferential treatment. Grace means I'm going to give you something you do not deserve. There's the distinction between the two. So if I get favor and grace, I'm going to get preferential treatment of something I didn't deserve in the first place. And people are going to be trying to figure out, how did it happen, baby? I got wisdom. And when I got wisdom, the value of wisdom is and grace. Uh Uh-uh. Say both of them. Say favor and and grace. See, what if I told you that there's some court battles where you're going to get favor and grace? Watch me. Not because you were right, but because you got wisdom. Oh, my God. What if I told you that God was about to reverse some decisions that were made against you, not because you were right, but because you got favor? So let's look at Proverbs chapter 2. Let's go. I want to teach you the rest of the value of wisdom. Say, wisdom has great value. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 12. So these are some of the other things that wisdom will do for you. And so I need you to have a hunger all this month, like a hunger. So once you hear the message, go get the podcast. Once you hear the message, go look at it on YouTube. Once you hear the message, watch it again on Facebook. Watch it again in the Harvest app. Watch it again on the Harvest channel. Because if you only watch these messages once, watch me, this is, this is, you cannot digest all of this in one sitting. Did you hear what I'm saying? I was eating today, and the food was so good, I was full, but I wanted to keep eating. I was was mad that I could not keep eating. My stomach talking about no, I'm like, yes! This is too good to leave it on this plate. It's the same way with these messages. You can't just say, ooh, that was good. Statistics teaches us, psychology teaches us that you will remember 30% of what it is that you heard. Right. 30 percent. And that's what you heard, not what was said. People sometimes come to me, Bishop, you always say, and I said, baby, I ain't never said that. That's what you heard me say, but I have never said that. Right. So you, that's why the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Whatever you continue to hear, you'll eventually believe. That's right. for some of y'all, you need to, watch me, as part of your wisdom, you need to know who not to talk to on certain days. There are certain people that they will screw your Monday up, so you need to say, "Uh uh-uh, I need focus on this day, so we ain't dealing with this today. Uh Uh-uh, don't bring that over here. Go on now. Got it? I remember remember one time, I had a friend one time, and and every time, they just had all this negative and stuff and all that, junk. I said, listen, don't call me on Saturdays no more and don't call me on a Wednesday. Why? Because I'm, on Saturdays, I'm getting my mind ready for Sunday and on Wednesday, I'm getting my mind ready for Wednesday night. And every time I talk to you, it is just, it is just when slack calls, the earth failed, this and that and all that. I said, so don't, don't call me. I can't believe that. I said, I can't believe that you don't believe why it is that you can't talk to me on these days. I said, now, either you get with it or you can get gone. But at the end of the day, watch me, because my assignment is more important than your attitude. Mm. I need some of y'all to learn. Watch me, even people you love, you need to say, listen, mm -mm, not today, not today, not today. Why? I'm on assignment today, and you're not going to pull me off of my serve mm, because you got an attitude. You're not going to pull me off my square because you have an attitude. So let's look at this. Proverbs 2.12. Delivering you from the way of evil from men of perverted speech. So wisdom will deliver you from the way of evil. Evil means contrary to. So wisdom will keep you from doing something that's bad for you. And look at the next part. And it'll keep you from liars. See, wisdom will help you spot a lie. See, some of y'all talking about, I need discernment. Yeah, Discernment is good. You need that. That's going to discern the spirit. But sometimes, watch me, the spirit behind it doesn't necessarily line up to the actions that are taken. Can I give you an example? Satan told Eve the truth. So it wouldn't have been enough to discern the spirit behind it because he told her the truth. So if she only was able to discern the spirit behind it and he told her the truth, she needed wisdom to say, but you still a lie. Because the truth you gave me was out of context. Come on here. You ready? Let's go. Verse 16. So you will be delivered from the forbidden woman. From the adulteress, with her smooth words, wisdom, you ready, will keep you out of bad relationships. You know why this woman here is forbidden? Now, notice this is from the forbidden woman, then it says from the adulteress. So, there's a distinction between the two women. Because watch me, some are available, but they're forbidden for you. Oh, my God. See, some of y'all, you asked the wrong question. Are you single? No, you need to ask, are you purposeful? When you meet friends, you need to say, Oh man, we're gonna do this. Nah, 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 nah. What 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 are you purposeful? Because he that does not increase you will decrease you. Then it says from the adulteress. Now, what's the distinction is? So this is a married woman. This is a married woman that's eyeing you. Or or man, okay. They are in a whole relationship. Wisdom will say, don't even call me. I tell you who you better call. You better call Tyron or Tanisha. Call him (laughs) or her. (laughs) Come on and get your Bible. (laughs) <laughs> you ready? Watch me. And here's how they going to talk. With smooth words. See, but wisdom looks past smooth and sees spirit. There's some people trying to tempt you with offers, not even relationship, but business offers and business deals. And God says, "Uh -uh, watch me, because adulterous doesn't just mean a married person cheating. Adulterous means a covenant breaker, which means they don't keep their agreements. They don't do what they said they're going to do. They can't be trusted. And if they're a covenant breaker with somebody else, they're going to be a covenant breaker with you, which is why you need to stop. Watch me. Whatever people do with you, they'll do to you. So if they're gossiping with you, you need to know they're gossiping about you. I need you to elbow somebody and say, God's going to get you away from adulteresses. Come on. Covenant breakers. You're not loyal. You're inconsistent. You can't be counted on. Wisdom is going to keep me away from adultery. Man, can I take you further? Verse 20, so you will walk in the way of the good and keep to the path of the righteous. So this is, you're going to be good. Say, I'm good. I'm good. And you're going to keep to the path of the righteous. which means God says, you're going to do what's right. Say, I'm good, I'm good. And I do what's right. Wisdom does this for you. Let's skip, let's go over to ch- chapter three. We're almost done. Just a few more verses. Is this good for anybody? Yeah. See, this is the value of wisdom. See, there's certain things. That you're like, God, why do I keep going through that? God is like, because you need wisdom. Check your report card. And right here, look, you, you got some subjects. where it ain't an A. It ain't a B. We can't see that. It's, it's listen, D and F. And that's come to its end. I rebuke unnecessary failure in your future. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Y'all, don't, y'all can't sit on a prophecy like that. Say, I rebuke unnecessary failure in my future. Uh-uh, say it again. Say it again so something stirs in you. Say, I rebuke unnecessary failure in my future. All right, last few last verses. Proverbs 3.13. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and gets understanding. Well, how did you find it? You went and got it. What did you get it from? Your labor, your losses, your leader. The last one, that's what this series is for. That's what every message is for. You'll notice, I don't just get up and give you blah, 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 blah. There's wisdom. Just get Jesus in your heart, bro. And everything's going to be okay. Sometimes when I listen to Christians talk, I'm like. Because that don't even work for you. Because you're you're not giving word. You're giving Americanized Christianity. If you just get Jesus in your heart, bro. There's going to be a peace, man, that comes all over you. He'll give me peace that surpasses all understanding. But he did not promise me that what I deal with will be peaceful. In fact, when it gets to rocking and shaking and shaking and rocking, he'll be my peace. Let me move on. Verse 14, for the gain from her. So it anthropomorphizes wisdom as a woman. Because as Solomon was teaching it, he said to his sons, I'm your father. I feed you. With wisdom, and the wisdom I give you will be your mother. So that's why throughout Proverbs, you'll see wisdom referred to as a her, because he says, Sons, I'm teaching you wisdom, and I need the wisdom I teach you to be your mama. Let my wisdom raise you. He said, Let my wisdom be be, be, be the breast from which you receive nourishment from. Let my wisdom be what rocks you. Let my wisdom be listen, son, when you feel alone, go to my wisdom. Mm. So that's why you see it referred to as her. The gain from her is better, shall better, yeah. than silver and gold. Y'all remember that Kurt Franklin song? You know that? Silver and gold? Uh-huh. No fame or fortune, sing. No fame. Sing the song, gotta make Jesus, silver Say silver and gold. Say the verse again. Silver and gold. Silver gold. Y'all remember this? Y'all remember this? Ah, come on here. No fame or fortune. I'd rather. I'd rather have Jesus. I'm about to get happy. I'd rather have Jesus. Is that anybody's testimony? I'd rather have Jesus. I'd rather have Jesus say that silver. let's go Go. who remembers this come on say let's do it again I'd rather have Jesus because when I get Jesus I get everything that comes with him come on say go can you go? Go! I'd rather have Jesus than the Messiah. Go! Than a Messiah. some of y'all want stuff but I want God cause when I get God he'll provide everything that I need seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you he'll add the silver he'll add the gold he'll add the riches he'll add the faith shout Jesus I just need to go to church for a moment shout Jesus shout that name again shout Jesus
1: <laughs> here we go our
2: musical interlude he said wisdom is worth more than silver and gold See, some of y'all, you want stuff, but God says, if you get wisdom, stuff will never be your problem. Watch me, for five of you listening to me tonight, I heard the Lord say, in your next 12 months, watch me, you're going to do so well, you won't have to work the rest of your life. Now, you can sit there and look at me like you want to. You can sit there and you can be on chat quiet if you want to. If you think you wanted a five, I'll know by your response. That's something to shout about. That's something to sew into. Hey, you only going to work if you want to, but you're not going to work because you have to. Say, wisdom is bringing me gold and silver. come on we gotta move on but I just need you to worship God that you're about to be the first one in your bloodline that doesn't have to work if you don't want to I Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gonna be the first. You gonna be the first. You're going to be the... We got to finish. Everybody on your feet. Everybody on your feet. Everybody on your feet. Look at this. Verse 16. Long life is in a right hand. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Please, everybody, look at me. If you're in the building, look at me. Don't look at the screen. If you're online screen you're not dying anytime soon i rebuke your thoughts of premature death i rebuke freak accidents i hear god now i rebuke free accidents i rebuke suicide i rebuke thoughts that you would not continue to the persistence and the totality of the existence of your life i come against diseases we rebuke cancer We rebuke every disease that would rise rise up in your body. I know breast cancer got somebody in your bloodline. But I hear the Lord saying, it's shut down with you. Open your mouth, say, I'm healthy and I'm healed. Say it. Long life, long life is in her right hand. In her left hand, who's her? Wisdom. Our riches and honor. So there you go again. It's better than silver and gold her right hand she gonna make you live a long life her left hand it's gonna be a prosperous life some of y'all not moving move your hands say right hand long life left hand riches and honor look at verse 22 I gotta finish and they shall be life for your soul and an adornment for your neck What does that mean? It's going to be a chain around your neck. What's one of the first things you see on somebody when you see them? What's around their neck? Which means people are going to see there's something different about you. Verse 23, then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. Elbow somebody say, no more stumbling. You're about to have clarity so that you know exactly what steps to take you know exactly what moves to make you know exactly who to call exactly who to email somebody say no more stumbling because of wisdom look at 24 we only got two verses left and we out of here we got to do communion we out of here verse 24 when you lie down you're not gonna be afraid you're not going to sleep worried no more you're not going to sleep worried no more you're not going to sleep stressed no more. You're not going to sleep with hell going on in your house no more. Bible says when you lie down, your sleep, look at the screen, will be. What brings you this? Wisdom. See, some of y'all, you got Jesus, but you don't have what he gives. And part of what he gives is wisdom. He says, you got me, but you need the spirit of wisdom. And look at verse 35 and we're out of here. Get your communion ready. Get your communion ready if you're in the building. If you're online, get it ready. Get it ready. Don't open it up yet because you'll spill it. Just have it in your hand. The wise. Look at verse 35. Will inherit. Inherit there means they're gonna get honor. Say the wise Wise. Will will get honor. Ask me honor. Honor is a word, and I'll teach you this on Sunday. Honor and glory are often interchangeably used. Honor, one of the Hebrew words is hadar. Say hadar. I'll teach you that on Sunday. The other Hebrew word is kabod. Say kabod. Kabod means the weight of God. It means you can go forward while you're sore. That's what kabod means. Because see, when your wisdom, you don't let a little wound stop you. You'll wipe them tears off and say, what do I need to do next? You'll look at Judas and say, do what you got to do and hurry up. I ain't got all day. The wise will get honor. Say, honor's coming. And remember, they're using a change. We say, glory's coming. Watch me. Watch me. Look at me. Look at me. Say the wise. Get it. See, some of you have been like, why don't my kids honor me? Because wisdom was the missing key. He's about to make. I I got the Holy Ghost, y'all, but not play with me. He's about to make. See saying, God, why does it just seem like this and that, and that, and that? He says, when you're wise, you're going to get honor. And I told you it's interchangeably used with glory. There's going to be some weight on your name. Whenever they want somebody to do something they'll say lean on them a little bit. And that means put your weight on them so that they recognize you need to you need to do something for them. Can I just get you please don't be offended with this on your neighbor and if you're online can you just lean on them just a little bit just don't be offended don't be offended. Say that's what God's about to do to everybody. You you need listen let me finish let me finish say that's what god's about to do to everybody you need favor from he's about to lean on them so he's gonna put his weight on them oh they're about to give you the deal because he's about to they're about to apologize for everything they've done for the last seven years he's a He's about to lean. He's about... He's about to put his weight... We gotta go. We gotta go. If you're in this building or you're online, you need to become a Christian for the first time or recommit yourself lives. Everybody stay standing with me. You've been able to sit the whole time. I've been up working. So now we're gonna stand together. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself Lord or be sure... Wherever you're at, in this building or online, I need for you on three to do that hand wave emoji or do do the uh, uh, lift your hand up if you're in the building. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me if you're online. If you're in the building, wave your hand. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself, to the Lord, to be sure. You ready? One. You ready? Two. You ready? God's coming to get you. Don't miss your moment. One, two, three, if that's you. Hand up in this building. Online, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Come on, do, I see you. Come on, do that hand maybe emoji and say, it's me. Come on, I see you. I see you. I see you. Come on, y'all celebrate the hands on our digital. Everybody pray this we say, Father, thank you for dying in my place because of this belief and because of this confession. If this is my first time praying this. I'm now a Christian. If I'm far from you, I'm reconnected to you. If I wasn't sure, I'm now sure. I confess it in my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, text that number, join Harvest, 877-552-4746.
1: Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word DECISION to the number 877-552-4746. And we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash Remember to love God, love people, and love life.
0: We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts